Hello and a very warm welcome to your Actives Health Podcast, where every week we dive into EU health policy and bring you the latest health news from Europe. I'm Marta Iaola and in this episode we'll be talking about the movie The Whale and the way it tackles obesity. The Whale tells a story of Charlie, an English teacher living with severe obesity that tries to reconnect with his daughter. Since it was released, the movie sparked controversy among the audience and started a conversation about obesity. To talk about it, we have a guest with us today. My name is Jacqueline Bowen-Busato and I'm the Head of Policy at the European Association for the Study of Obesity. Um, so the association is in 36 countries and we are a professional a health professionals association for specialists in obesity. We're talking about the movie The Whale. Have you watched the movie? So this is when I say a resounding no. I have not watched the movie for my sins. There are reasons, but I'm sure we're going to get into those. Tell me, what are what did you think? What are some of these reasons? Why did you choose not to watch it? And how was the reception from the broader patient community? From my personal perspective, it was hard. It was hard to think, should I be watching this film? Will I be triggered? You know, and I think every person I know um, read that it was a hard film to watch because of the various issues, not just about obesity, but there's so much in there to unpack. Um, so from my personal perspective, I didn't feel that it was representing my demographic of intersectionality. So um, although, you know, I'm head of policy at ARSO, so professionals, um, health professionals and whatnot, I'm also someone who is living with obesity as well as a number of other um, major chronic conditions. And I'm also, to be honest, someone who's quite squeamish. And I knew it was going to be a really tough um, subject. Did I think it was going to misrepresent a particular demographic? Um, yes and no. I just thought, I just don't know that I can face that because, you know, I've, I spend day in, day out in my day job um, trying to find solutions uh, from a policy perspective so that, you know, things that happened in this film in the US don't happen um, to over 60% potentially the population in Europe the same way. Um, I didn't want to be triggered. One of the things they talk about, for example, in the movie, binge eating is portrayed as a form of self-harm. And the scientific community says the issue of binge eating is more complex. Could you elaborate a bit on that? It's really important, firstly, to differentiate the different diagnoses that we're dealing with here. Um, so uh, to set the record straight, you know, fact check, as it were, binge eating is a separate diagnosis to obesity. It's separate. So the for obesity, in layman's terms, it's the malfunctioning of adipose tissue. So that's a type of fat in your body that's actually your largest organ. It just malfunctions. So as an adult, um, once all of your um, you know, your other organs, you know, everything in your body has developed, you stop reproducing 
your fat cells as well, any kinds of fat, because there are lots of different kinds of fat in your body. And so what happens is once you've got, if you like, the biology of obesity, um, you could have adipose tissue develop in the wrong place. There could be um, too much of it, but whatever it is, it's malfunctioning and it's not acting in a normal way. That is obesity. Now, the binge eating, which is a separate diagnosis and uh, also comes under mental health uh, diagnoses, so the DSM, uh, from that perspective, uh, I think that, you know, it's perfectly fair to deal with that because, uh, you know, a lot of people with obesity, a lot of people without uh, the biology of obesity have a diagnosis of binge eating. So I would say it's really important to separate them out. And particularly in a, you know, we're here in the Brussels bubble, it's important to recognize that as well, particularly because right now we're dealing with the um, the advent of the mental health strategy. So speaking with um, colleagues from uh, the EASO mental health and uh, psychology task force, because we're thinking about, you know, what's going to be our position, our policy position on all of this. Uh, This particular point was very much brought home to me that there is an erroneous assumption that obesity equals binge eating because of this misnomer, the myth that obesity is about eat less, move more. Um, Two different things. Some of the critics also talk about how obesity is portrayed as something you do to yourself. For example, as you mentioned, Charlie, he spirals after the death of his partner, and that is what he leads to him to living with obesity. So do you think this is an accurate perception of obesity and its root causes? Um, really good question. It's a yes and a no, because actually for adult obesity, there are six buckets, six pillars, if you like, of um, biological underpinning, one of which happens to be, well, what one of which happens to be mental health. So it's a kind of chicken and egg situation that uh, when your cortisol levels go up, the signals to your brain, plus a whole load of other biological elements, start malfunctioning. So, and again, to reiterate, that did not lead to his binge eating per se, for sure. You know, separate diagnosis. But what it could have done... um, So you can also, one of the other uh, of the six is through trauma. It tends to be through acute, um, um, to have an operation, so acute physical trauma, not just the fact that you're immobile, but actually just something happens during surgery and it triggers the biology of obesity. Another could be or is a list of medications which are known to wreak havoc with your biology and trigger the onset of obesity. Um, Then you've got uh, so-called lifestyle, which basically you can put that down to lack of sleep, disordered living, all of these things. Um, And then the big one is uh, endocrine 
So think about all of the policy work we've been doing on endocrine disruptors. Um, think about that in terms of hormonal obesity. So for women, um, really obviously PCOS, so polycystic ovarian syndrome. For men, hypogonadism. Then there's hypothyroidism and a whole load of other uh, endocrine disorders. So th th there are a number of uh, pillars, if you like, which can trigger the uh, biology of obesity. And his trauma, uh, as discussed in the story, for me, goes into the mental health issues um, that people can face, which triggers depression, one of the known causes, and also uh, comorbidities for the biology of obesity. And it's by far not the only one, but it is absolutely um, one of the many reasons that it could have been, it could have triggered his biology in the first place before you even see the weight. Do you think also the movie could also favor the perception that obesity is mostly linked to emotional trauma and fails to address the biological and genetic mechanism linked to it? So, And here, this is a rash um, impression from me because, you know, I just, I couldn't face the emotional trauma of watching this film, to put it bluntly. Um, I think that there is a danger of that. And it's not just about the movie. I think it's more about um, our general perceptions of what is obesity. And um, by having a very human story, there could be people who decide to, you know, for whatever reason, um, take it at face value and say, well, you know, this was his very complex story and very complex personality. But because he was larger and because we think erroneously, but because we many people believe that obesity equals weight, they and they have a prejudice. I mean, out and out discriminatory prejudice that, uh, well, you know, you do do it to yourself. This is on you. You're the one putting that food into your mouth. Therefore, it's your fault. Therefore, this is how we want to view, you know, it, it just can, it can feed their stereotypical uh, mythological thinking. I would say that in order for people to really make sense of the film, Um, I think it's important for us in the broader community to actually start understanding what obesity is, that, you know, having hypothyroidism or other endocrine disorder absolutely makes you high risk for developing uh, the biology of obesity. Absolutely. And just literally understanding and, and taking into our minds that this is not about size. It's not about eat less, move more. It's about malfunctioning of a particular kind of, uh, of fat tissue, of adipose tissue. That's what obesity is. And then when you watch films like this through that lens, you can actually start to see that they're not talking about the onset of obesity. They're actually talking about somebody's very complex story. Thank you for listening. This episode was brought to you thanks to Jonas Hellebach and your Actives Multimedia team. 
We also want to hear from you. So if you have something to say, don't hesitate to drop us a line. Our email address is podcast at directive.com or contact us on Twitter or LinkedIn. That is all from us today. See you next week and stay healthy. 